0: Joining group classes can be hard and or scary. Feeling discouraged to participate due to potential limiting factors not allowing you to continue? What if your group class instructor was a doctor of physical therapy? Welcome to another episode of Long Beach Locals, the only podcast that ho- highlights local businesses and the people behind them. If you enjoy this podcast, please like, subscribe, share, and leave us a review. This podcast is brought to you by Active Life. I'm your host, Justin Mosley, and today our guest is Pilates doc, Caitlin Radice. Kate, thank you so much for joining us today.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: So what inspired you to make the collaboration with Pilates and physical therapy?
1: Yeah, so Pilates and PT kind of run hand in hand. Um, A lot of people don't know this, but Pilates was like originally founded by the founder, Joseph Pilates. He started doing these exercises on apparatus for people that were in hospital beds, he would hang springs above the hospital bed. So it was kind of like a rehab-based thing that he was starting there. Mm-hmm. And then eventually he went to go build on his own pieces of equipment, like the Pilates reformer, mm-hmm. Pilates chair. And all of it's kind of like working with springs to help rehabilitate people's limbs, work on their spine, their core. So even though I'm kind of combining PT and Pilates, he was like the real one where where the basis of it is really like rehabilitative in Mm -hmm. a sense. Um, So I was in PT school, physical therapy school, and one of my instructors had gone through a training to be a Pilates instructor after he had done his degree and he was recommending it. And um, I had done Pilates before in the past when I was younger I was like, oh, that's a great idea. Like, I feel like that'll help me be a lot stronger in the whole exercise aspect of being a physical therapist, right? There's mm-hmm. so many different resources you can pull from. Some people had done CrossFit before. Some people were runners. And I didn't really have any of that. So I was like, mm-hmm. hmm, let me see if I can kind of incorporate Pilates and use that to make my exercise knowledge base stronger.
0: For sure. So
1: I kind of did both trainings at the same time. And it worked out really well because they go hand in hand.
0: Did you do any training prior to that?
1: Um, I had just been a Pilates student. So I would like practice mm-hmm. at the local studio when I was living in Queens um, when I was younger, like high school, college mm-hmm. age.
0: So and that was a, it kind was of good... stuck with it. Yeah. I
1: was like, wait, maybe I can become an instructor now, right? <laughs> now like, that I have is... this whole uh, PT background. Like this works out really well together. Right.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. that's really cool. Yeah. What made you want to get into the wellness field?
1: Um, so I love the term wellness. I feel like it goes hand in hand with like, preventative medicine, right? Right. Where me in the PT world, it's like, well, rehabilitative based. Um, and when I think wellness, I think more of like prevention. So our healthcare system doesn't really focus on preventative medicine, as you know, right? Like when you get your insurance card, it says you can go for your one preventative primary care (laughs) visit a year and that's it. So when I think wellness, I think like, what are we doing to maintain where we're at and stay strong? Mm -hmm. Um, So I use Pilates to kind of work on maintaining your fitness, maintaining your engagement in the community. Um, And then there also is like the rehabilitative aspect of what I do, but I feel like everybody should have some form of exercise to maintain wellness and preventative medicine. Similar to like what you guys do here, Mm -hmm. where you're working on people maintaining, they say they had a knee injury, you're maintaining now where they're at now that they've recovered from it. continuing to climb the fitness ladder
0: right and it's mm-hmm. interesting how like a lot of um maybe healthcare professionals may hold back or be less resistant to use that as a solution using either fitness or like anything to get their people's bodies moving in that type of direction right. and it's not even their fault it's mm-hmm. just more so th- what they were taught this is what as far as their knowledge is meant to go that's why we have doctors being doctors and dentists being dentists yeah. and everybody in their respected field because everybody has a place, everybody has a mm-hmm. role, and sometimes roles just go so far. Right. And that's really interesting. You're creating that gap as well between p- fitness with Pilates and that wellness with PT, because yeah. now you're making this nice mesh to help people in a way that they weren't able to be helped.
1: Right. Absolutely. Like you said, doctors are trained to fix the illness, right? Mm-hmm. And then where is that preventative aspect? Of exactly.
0: It? Um, what are some of the notable stories? that you had from collaborating these two worlds?
1: Yeah, that's a good question. Um, I feel like combining the whole neuro, neuro population, so like neurological conditions, people that have had strokes or Parkinson's, MS, I feel like it's really rewarding for them to engage in Pilates, number one, as like a form of exercise, mm-hmm. which sometimes after you've had that kind of condition or that stroke happened to you, it's hard to be like, I want to go to a, into a fitness hobby itself. Right. Um, so I feel like just being able to engage them in something that's not only rehabilitative but also wellness, hobby type fitness thing has been really mm-hmm. rewarding. And with like PT background, being able to work on the stroke side while they're also having a good time doing Pilates right rewarding
0: I can imagine that has helped so many different types of people like similar to how we do it of meeting people where they're at Mm -hmm. I'm sure you've seen tons of times of people having to be modified in the class and you're keeping an eye on that though because now not now you have that experience you have Mm -hmm. that knowledge and you're keeping an eye on like something around here isn't looking too right. let's adjust this, let's correct this, and meet this person where they're at. Maybe they have that surgery, or maybe had that stroke, or MS, or things that are really holding them back, but you're capable and knowledgeable enough to meet them to make sure it gets done appropriately.
1: Yeah, and the other part of that is they can come to a PT, Pilates-based PT, learn what they need to do to modify in order to be able to engage in a group class setting, which is another part of like, what can you do as a hobby, a wellness Mm -hmm. hobby, you know, and be able to interact in your community again.
0: And that's something a lot of people, I feel overlook Mm -hmm. with that is because people enjoy going to group sessions. They enjoy being around that community of people and getting a workout or just the culture that is being provided over there. That's also half the battle. Like Mm -hmm. if you don't enjoy doing it, you're more than likely not gonna keep doing it. But seeing that you're creating a comfort space for people is Mm -hmm. impressive. A lot of people don't typically do that. how is your approach different compared to other Pilates instructors?
1: Um, that's a good question. I feel like Pilates instructors, just as a whole, if you've gone through a Pilates training, they have a really, really great anatomy knowledge and um, like a strong knowledge on common conditions that you'll see, whether it be orthopedic, neurological, post-op, and how to modify. Mm-hmm. So I feel like the Pilates training, I know for me, it was a 600-hour, I think it was 600-hour training, Um, So it's a lot of time to be able to review what your common conditions are, how you should modify for them, what your movement contraindications Mm -hmm. are. Like, for example, say they know somebody's recovering from a spine stabilization surgery. They know not to bend, lift, or twist in the beginning. Mm -hmm. That type of stuff. So I feel like... All Pilates instructors, in a sense, have a really, really great knowledge base of that. Mm -hmm. Um, And then I feel like just having the PT background allows me to, instead of just modify the conditions, it allows me to work on reaching those goals and work on rehabilitating so they can go back to that normal level of whatever it is, Pilates class or whatever fitness You know,
0: do you feel like your previous experiences before training, like for your 600 hours has helped you develop the type of instructor you are today?
1: Oh, absolutely. Yeah. It's been great to kind of bounce the two and even have the two trainings at the same time Mm -hmm. hand in hand. I feel like it made my whole just like therapeutic exercise library in my head a lot stronger. Right.
0: And I believe that's also what separates you, what makes you different and what you're able to provide a little bit different and more to Mm -hmm. the people you have going on in your class at
1: least in the rehab aspect of it right yeah
0: (laughs) (laughs) um do you believe pilates is for everyone
1: absolutely i have not met a body that can't do pilates (laughs) interesting so a lot of people will be hesitant to do pilates if they have an injury but at the same time a lot of doctors people will find pilates because their doctor said oh you're injured if you want to exercise maybe try Pilates, yoga mm-hmm. acts, or whatever it is that they refer. A lot of people find Pilates that way, um, which is helpful. And mm-hmm. it's helpful when like physicians, similar to like when you collaborate with physicians for your clinic um, and active life for them to kind of have an idea of what you guys do, mm-hmm. what you, how you treat or how you program for people. Um, it's helpful when like clinicians in the area understand and can confidently refer clients yeah. to us. It's definitely helpful. And it's kind of like, that extra like backup where they know, oh, okay, this is vouched by my doctor. It's Exactly. Safe. Mm-hmm. This is safe.
0: I feel like I'm in a comfortable position. Right. Everything like that. And that definitely helps with us as well when right. we get referrals so people know like we we work. We it does work mm-hmm. and it is different than most, but it does work. And right. same thing with your approach to like People are referring to you because they feel confident that you have that type of knowledge to spot something that doesn't seem very right or something's off or mm-hmm. across the room, you right. know, p- and you want to keep these people very active and keeping them in a community of people like minded. I'm sure. sure there are classes where it could be toned down or maybe ones that are a little bit more fast paced, mm-hmm. but you're still capable of making other people feel comfortable being there.
1: right. And like inclusive where they're exactly. still doing the same thing, maybe even if they have to modify a little bit. Right. Mm hmm.
0: Um, why do you feel people get intimidated by that Pilates reformer? Truthfully, I got I got intimidated the <laughs> first time I see one, I saw it, I was like, "What are we doing?" <laughs> have to go right over to the Yeah, right. And after this.
1: <laughs> um, I don't know. I guess it's because it's a piece of exercise equipment that you don't really see often in the classical gym, classic gym setting. Um, what's different about it is the fact that it, everything moves with springs. Mm-hmm. So I feel like when you go into a gym, you see all the equipment. If it's like a piece of equipment that you're going to sit on, everything's moving with like stacks of weights, mm-hmm. um, and the difference here is that it's all springs, so you can kind of adjust each spring based on how much tension you want. Mm-hmm. I guess it's not something that we're used to. So the the equipment is when you're moving on it, it's kind of hard to explain. But as you're moving on it, the spring tension is on the whole time, right? So your body's kind of forced to engage throughout the whole mm-hmm. exercise. Super safe piece of equipment. It's very comfortable, even for people that have had you know spine procedures. Mm-hmm. There ha- there really isn't anybody that I've met that can't do Pilates. <laughs> That's interesting. <laughs> yeah.
0: And I'm sure there's a lot of uh, misconception about it online and, like, what you see on social media, just like there is for any other physical activity. You yeah. know, people see... Immediately, you you go on social media, you see people doing backflips off of barbells and right. stuff like that. And you go to a gym and it's like, okay, it really wasn't that bad. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I don't see people doing that. Maybe right. something different. There's always that obvious.
1: extreme that's portrayed, right? Exactly.
0: <laughs> How do you help people get away from that extreme where their mindset is kind of stuck onto thinking of that?
1: Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like, so a lot of Pilates studios will sometimes encourage people to do their first session as like an intro one-on-one. Mm-hmm. So some of them will do it complimentary. You come in, just get a feel for the clinic, get a feel for the apparatus, see how it moves, make sure that you're comfortable with it. We'll make you feel as comfortable as you right. can, which I feel like is a good way to kind of introduce people to it. Because mm-hmm. um, like you said, it can be scary walking into a class of all these people on a reformer for the first time and you're like, I don't even know where to sit or yeah. <laughs> <colors> <laughs> on or where to yeah, go from. All the yeah. above. Yeah. yeah, it can definitely be intimidating. Um, but I feel like Even next door, we're right next door to the Pilates, too, here in Long Beach. Um, It's a really great, like, comfortable environment where all the people are super friendly, super nice. If they see it's your first time, they're like, oh, my gosh, welcome. You're going to love it. You're never (laughs) going (laughs) to leave. But super, like, warm, comfortable, gentle environment, which is a great kind of place to be. For sure. Mm -hmm.
0: Do you or did you have anybody disagree with your philosophy of collaborating both physical therapy and Pilates?
1: I can't say that I've come across anybody that's, like, disagreed with it. Maybe people will, like, ask, hmm, like, how can that help me? Like, they're more, like, intrigued where I hurt my knee last month. Could you think you'd be able to help me being here in the Pilates studio? Like, that type of Mm -hmm. questions I definitely get. Um, But I wouldn't say anybody's been like, nope, you shouldn't do that. Right? (laughs) They definitely go hand in hand. And a lot of, like, Mm -hmm. health wellness professionals will see, like, These two things kind of align where it's rehabilitative, it's comfortable, it's gentle, but Mm -hmm. still a really good workout for people.
0: Especially knowing the background knowledge of like, I didn't know um, the reformer was originally meant, or Pilates in general was originally meant for people. Rehabbing. Yeah, rehabbing. Yeah. yeah. So I would uh, assume that other instructors are familiar with that and have a better mindset around that and are comfortable to say, like, what you're doing makes sense. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah, absolutely.
0: What advice do you have for people who, or the viewers who may be discouraged to join Pilates due to to their past injuries or worries of inabilities to participate?
1: Yeah. Um, So kind of like we were chatting about before how Pilates, even just Pilates trainers, forget the whole PT aspect of Mm -hmm. it, Pilates teachers have such a strong knowledge base on injury and prevention and modification. Um, Like I said, extensive 400 to 600 hour trainings, which... Mm -hmm. I know we were chatting earlier where sometimes a personal trainer might just go for a weekend, and that's where people kind of get nervous. Where shoot, I shouldn't go to a personal trainer because mm-hmm. I hurt my back last month, and then they get stuck and they don't know where to go from yeah. there. Um, when trainers have had more extensive training, like we've been we've been talking about, um, it's super helpful to kind of collaborate and yeah, it's a safe place to refer people to where they don't technically need a full therapy regime or a full therapy, mm-hmm. you know. Six weeks and instead they can just kind of work on maintaining where they're at getting rid of their pain mm-hmm. it's that type of stuff
0: and I think there's a lot of people who have that misconception of everybody wants to be jacked everybody wants mm-hmm. to be like super f- crazy fit abs ripped all the above yeah meanwhile people just want to feel healthy right and be able to move good. and yeah. not have to worry about things it's an it's a physical freedom that it's a privilege that people don't realize Yeah, the, b- the ability to just move, to walk, to take advantage of those walks and Absolutely. just the overall ability of that. Mm-hmm. Um, where can the f- viewers find you to work with you and your social media to stay, stay up to date with you?
1: Yeah, sure. So locally I'm right over here at Pilates by the sea in long beach on park Avenue. Um, I, infrequently post on social media. I need to be better at it. You guys at Active Life are great with like interacting <laughs> with the community on social media. Um, so I've, I have an Instagram account and I have a website linked through there. Um, my link is Pilates doc, D-O-C, Kate um, on Instagram and my website, Site for appointments, booking and all kinds of information about Pilates.
0: Perfect. Yeah. Kate, thank you so much for joining us today. It was an absolute pleasure.
1: Yeah, it was great. Thanks so much for having me. Yeah. <laughs>